Welcome to the January 16th edition of the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. This is the first of two of the greatest days of football that we have seen. We've needed it, okay? It's been a long year, year and a half, whatever the hell it is, and the football gods have delivered. Uh, George and Eric here this morning. There will be another PFF Daily Betting Podcast tackling the Sunday games tomorrow morning, so check that out. We're going to go over the props for both of these games, Rams, Packers, Ravens, Bills. We'll talk about each game as well uh, against the spread and the total. Uh, And you can also check us out on the PFF live pregame show. We'll go live at three. We'll talk about a lot more props there as well. It's a great day of football. You might as well just cancel all your plans um, and prepare yourself for an incredible day of football. Eric, is is this as good a divisional round as you can remember? I think so, right? Last year, we had the Titans and the Texans who sort of didn't belong. Mm -hmm. We also had a a Seahawks team that only played half a game against Green Bay, as we remember so fondly. Um, And then a Vikings team that played exactly one offensive possession against the Niners. So from what I can remember, this is going to be a great one. Um, Last week, we were sort of, uh, you know, tricked into thinking that was the best game of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, I think, disappointed. This is going to be the best uh, weekend of the year. Yeah, last week had some cool stuff happen. Obviously, the the Browns and the Steelers was good to cap it off. But the game Saturday definitely better than the games on Sunday. And we're going to talk about the Bills here in a second. Let's start with some props, though. You can go to pff.com, check out the player props tool. It has saved my life personally during the pandemic. It's been tough. You know, you're sitting there and you're like, how am I going to get through another week? props tool eric has gotten me through multiple weeks i am going to um kick this one off we'll talk about a lot more props on the show but i'm i'm just going to get this one out of the way because i love it with all my heart and soul aaron Rodgers nine and a half (laughs) is his rushing prop you know i need a shirt i need a tank top something that says quarterback rushing prop overs over nine and a half it's minus 120 aaron Rodgers, he's found the fountain of youth and so a scamper Scamper counter, ding, and uh, he goes over. I like that one a lot. Here's one that I like, George. Ooh. Miles Boykin over seven and a half receiving yards. He is the one catch master. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last week, Allen, or sorry, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson missed him on that corner route, became an interception. I think this week he at least gets one of those. you know, I like that more than I like Dobbins and Edwards receiving yards. You know, those tend to be a little bit more hit or miss with the running backs uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. So give me Miles Boykin over seven and a half as my over here. I like that one quite a bit. Um, let's take a look at uh, there are a couple unders here, and I want to get your take on a few of these. So the first one that I'm going to throw out here, I'm throwing out kind of on purpose. I like it. But also, I know you love this guy, Cole Beasley, 45 and a half receiving yards. Now, the Ravens, great coverage unit, um, Jimmy Smith, Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey. And, you know, Cole Beasley, you figure could catch a few really important passes, but yardage is not necessarily something I'm expecting a ton from him. So at minus 120, under 45 and a half, I do like that one a little bit. Yeah, I'm personally on Bills minus two and a half. I think heavily, and so as a hedge against Same. as a hedge against that, I might like Beasley under the mm-hmm. forty five and a half. Diggs under ninety three and a half. It might be a game for 
Uh, you know, the secondary receivers there, John Brown, for example, Gabriel Davis, Gabriel Davis, Dawson Knox is a great, Whoa. like, uh, you know, Dawson Knox is like the, uh, you know, should if the Friday night lights played on the WB in like the late nineties, hmm. Dawson Knox would have been the main character. Dawson Knox is definitely a name for a football TV show. There's no, there's, it, there's, there's a writer out there who wrote, you know, either Friday Night Lights or like a football movie. He's like, man, I wish I had come up with Dawson, Dawson Knox. Knox exactly. As a name. Um, so, um, so that give me, give me another one. Yeah, so that um, that's a good one. I like uh, a lot there. Um, actually, you know, frankly, Allen at two ninety five and a half is probably a, a, a tad high passing yards mm-hmm. wise. I still think they can win the football game without having needing him to throw for 300, 350 yards um, like he did, you know, like he's done a lot of the time this season. So that's that's another under that I like. Um, and, and let, me, let me ask you. Let me ask you about this one, because this is how I want to jump into Rams Packers. And we're going to talk a ton more props on the on the live show. So we can mention a few more here, but I want to ask you about this one. Jared Goff, one and a half passing touchdowns. It's plus 145. Your faith in Jared Goff, does it extend enough to take an over one and a half at plus 145 for Sean McVay's quarterback no. in 32 degree weather? I no. need I need probably like plus 200 to, okay. really, to really buy into that. I know, you know, Goff, Goff this season has been a negative expected points added quarterback. So, like, it's not good. Um, you know, That's- when he... That, is that real? I well, last time I looked at at the uh, at my quarterback data, I, I remember. he was negative. That's incredible. I, diminishing your team's expected points on a drive or on next score is hard to do. Yeah, I <laughs> there there might be. I think it might be on anyway. Yeah, that that that's um, that's not good. Yeah, it's not good. He has more turnover worthy plays than big time throws. He's only his pass rating is under fifty when he's pressured. Um, so that's not great, Bob, but, um, you know, I, look, I, I think the best play for this game, even though, well, we don't show an edge on it. I, I, I think you have to, you like under in that game. Hmm. I, I think the Packers, you know, will struggle some to, to play good offense, but I can't see the Rams, you know, scoring a defensive touchdown like they did last week, getting a fumble in opponent's territory before scoring like they did last week. Um, to me, it, it comes down to, you know, the, you know, to me, it comes down to, you know, this game, can the Packers defense slow down Cam Akers? Yes. Can the Rams slow down the Packers? I think a little bit. And to me, then the 40, it's been traveling downward all week, but 45 and a half. I, I think you look under there to which we just talked about props. I think the under on a lot of these props is probably the right thing. Yeah. You, by the way, you can check out all of the different props that we like and you can adjust the the price that you have depending on what you get at your book you can adjust the price on pff.com so you can see whether we show a positive um, expected value on that particular price okay this is how i'm looking at this game and i've always come at it from we over and we talk about this a lot we overvalue defenses continuing to be great so I want to, you know, I want to think about the Rams and say, okay, like what has made their defense so great? Well, for one, they've absolutely destroyed Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. And everyone has a high opinion because of the way Russell Wilson and the Seahawks started the season 
of Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. But there are some things that the Seahawks do really poorly that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers don't do really poorly. For one, they have an offensive scheme that prioritizes making the quarterback look good. And they have the best quarterback in the NFL this season, according to PFF grade. He's been phenomenal. So there's going to be this, instead of Russell Wilson dropping back against two high safeties and taking a sack 45% of the time, like the Packers are going to leverage play action. They're going to get um, those outside zone plays. They're going to attack the Rams in different ways. They're going to run some reverses. They run, um, I believe, the fifth highest rate of motion in the league. So I am really struggling with believing the Rams are going to put the clamps on the Packers a team, a West Coast team playing in the freezing cold. Like the Tennessee Titans live in Nashville where it's cold and they look like they'd never seen snow before. Yeah, that I mean, that to me is like when you look at this, you're the I think the market is pricing in home field advantage a little bit more than maybe we would, which is why mm-hmm. mathematically there's probably an edge on the Rams if you assume home field advantage that's been prevalent the, the rest of the season. Um, but maybe this one, Green Bay does, you know, that combined with Jared Goff's throwing hand, like that's probably where the edge is for Green Bay. And while, you know, even though our numbers have it more towards six, it's while I, I'd say it's probably Packers are bustier, maybe Packers in a teaser, um, you know, down to a half a point. There's yep. not a, another good Packers leg either. Um, but, or sorry, there's not another good teaser leg in the group uh, unless you like Baltimore at plus eight and a half for the later leg. Uh, of, of the games uh, tomorrow, but you know, it, it's a tricky one because we well, we've never had a season like this where we only have the one buy and we haven't had home field advantage all year. How do we price it in in the playoffs? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great point. Um, I I like them in a teaser. I actually think you could make the case for Buffalo minus two and a half, but also playing a Rams, uh, sorry, a Packers Ravens teaser. Yeah. Yeah. That, does that, I mean, does that bother you? Do you have a moral problem with that? No, I don't. I, I think if you like Buffalo, though, there's a good case to be made that they cover not only the two and a half, but let's say, you know, the eight and a half. So that would be my thing. Although there, there is evidence that like the variance on games has shrunk. Um, mm-hmm. So, so more teasers hit uh, over the last few years uh, that don't actually hit the, the, the number. Um, you know, the, the ones that we like, you know, where the, they don't cover the actual number, but they cover the teaser. So, you know, maybe there's a case we made just like last week where you tease Buffalo, you, we tease Buffalo down, we still took Indy and that, and that mm-hmm. game lands in the middle. Um, that's not always the best thing to do, but it might be in this case. Yeah. Cause I, I agree with you. I do think it's Packers or bust because look you know, to be fully transparent, like our model has Jared Goff in there. And Jared Goff hasn't had the greatest season in the world, right? But like we know that Jared Goff right now is not even at that level. And, and I think that's where looking at where our model has it, but also knowing the fundamentals of both teams, knowing, um, you know, knowing that the Rams defense is something that's being, you know, really loved by everyone in the market. I mean, they're getting more people are talking about the Rams defense, Eric, than the Packers offense and the Packers offense is the best offense in the NFL. And, and right? offense like, matters more than defense. So yeah. Like, in, I, like, in so theory, if I look at, be. 
if I look at this Jalen Ramsey, let's just let's just like break it down to that one matchup. If I look at that one matchup, Ramsey versus Adams, there is so much more you can do with Adams, moving him across the field, putting him in motion, identifying the coverages. And then, you know, so you look at Jalen Ramsey, he played about 800 snaps out wide, about 180 in the slot. So like clearly he's more used to being out wide, but you move Adams into the slot a bunch across the formation, you give him a little bit of an advantage and then his release game is different than basically anyone that that Ramsey has played. I go back to, I think Antonio Brown might be the closest guy that I can find from a route running perspective that Ramsey has faced. And Brown did decently well against Ramsey. I mean, that was a few years ago, but that's the type of guy who doesn't rely on just the physical side, but the technician side. Whereas DK Metcalf is kind of the opposite there. I'm going with the Adams side of this. Yeah, I guess the issue is it's not completely black or white, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, the way it was with, I mean, DK wasn't completely shut down the other day, but like some of these other guys were, okay, if Adams goes from 10 for 170 and two for, to five for 70 and one, does, is that enough for the Rams to win the football game? I don't think so. It might be enough for the Rams to cover that, you know, that's really the question mark. And, you know, to me, the feather in the cap of the Rams is Darius Williams on the other side being mm. one of the better corners. Troy Troy Hill being uh, very good. And then the safety play, uh, you know, really rising to the occasion this year. And the other part being Green Bay's secondary receivers leaving a lot to be desired. The nightcap, Ravens-Bills on NBC, 8.15 p.m. Bills, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Most places I see a little bit of juice uh, on the Buffalo Bills. Um, the cash and tickets are split right down the mother effing middle on this one. Um, but two and a half, two and a half still feels short. It felt short to us on Sunday, uh, Sunday night when we recorded the forecast and it still feels short now. And here's, I'll make my, my quick point here. I think it really boils down to which offense can you trust more? And shockingly, in the year of our Lord 2021, this is Josh Allen. Like, I feel so much more confident that Josh Allen can overcome turbulence, particularly the Ravens blitz. The Ravens have been the most blitz-heavy team each of the past three seasons. But Allen has become a calm killer of the blitz this year with such confidence in his receivers to get open. That's how he's been the most improved quarterback in basically every stable metric you can look at. Clean pocket. Um, throwing to receivers with a step or more of separation. Um, and then that allows, that gives you the high floor that Mahomes also gets so that when his special plays happen, they're not to recover from disaster. They're to put a punctuation note on consistency. Yeah, uh, that's, I think, really well said. And and of course, that's, you know, why, you know, there there are so many variables in this game, and and when I was on the the deep dive podcast with Drew and Andy this week, they they tried to talk me into into Baltimore, but I think that the first order variable is still way better with Buffalo and their receivers than it is with the Ravens and the number of things they need to go right in order for them to have you know the high end success that mm-hmm. they've had historically. So for me, 
you make one big bet on Josh Allen in this game. And yeah, you can pick around it with some hedges, uh, you know, Lamar's rushing prop or, or something like that, or even some of the unders on some of the individual players for the Bills. Um, but, you know, when push comes to shove, this is a game where you want to bet on the consistency. Both teams are really smart. Both teams are analytically sound. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the, real, the real thing here is the big bet you want to make is on Josh Allen. Tons of good stuff for you at pff.com with either an Edge or an Elite subscription. The Edge subscription gets you all of the premium written content plus the PFF draft guide. The draft is coming up. You can't live through draft season without that. So make sure you go check all of those options out. But the option that I personally like best is the Elite subscription because it gives you the PFF props tool. It gives you the betting dashboards and all the stuff you would get with Edge. Plus, we're giving uh, you a nice um, promotion through the Super Bowl. So if you use promo code ACTION, A-C-T-I-O-N, at checkout, when you get a PFF Edge, um, sorry, Elite subscription, um, you can get a free year of Action Network's Action Pro subscription, which usually costs you $100. You get it for free for a whole year. So it's basically a $300 value. You get it for 200 bucks. And Action Network obviously has all sports there. So if you're into basketball, it's a great thing to do. And of course, the Elite subscription will give you plenty of opportunity, not just through the playoffs with betting, but obviously with the draft coming up and then heading into next season. So go to pff.com and make that happen because it will only be here for a limited time. Playoff games start now. You got to get it while it's hot. What do you think about, so the total 49 and a half, um, I think you could make a case here. The Bills are not a particularly wonderful defense, especially in the places where the Ravens are going to attack, right? Could you make a case that this ends up being a, a really high-scoring game? Yeah, I think people are – are the, the this has come down significantly from earlier, um, at least like through, through 50 and all the way to 49. I think people are – I think people are a little worried about the Ravens offense and the and the pace that it has um, when you coupled that with Tennessee's pace last week. That's why a lot of the sharp betters were on the under and why it moved significantly towards kickoff towards that side. Um, I don't I think Buffalo is too fast um, and the Ravens recognize that. And to me, the only place that you can go here is over. Yeah. So a couple things that I'll that I will mention here is the, the way that the bills want to play this game. I just don't, they are an efficient team. They're going to throw the ball on early downs. They're going to come out and they're going to try and score some points. So for Baltimore, from their perspective, they can't come into this. Like they played the Titans, which is like, Oh yeah. Yeah. That Derrick Henry will plod along as long as we're, you know, strong in our run fits. Like we've got a chance. So, They've got to put the gas pedal down. I expect a little trickeration from the Ravens. Um, they've been killing teams with options, with counter runs out of three wide receiver sets, which they didn't. They used to be such a two tight end heavy system. Um, and that is where, you know, you look at the Bills and you go, their strength really is like the secondary. Their safeties are fantastic. Tredavious White is great. But where you can attack them, I think, is especially where Baltimore can actually be successful. And that's putting Lamar Jackson in space. So 
I like the over here as well. And I do, I do not have a problem, you know, to Andy. I really respect obviously what Andy and Drew are talking about. I like the Ravens in a plus eight and a half teaser. This feels like a close classic game. Like both these teams, I do think have raised their floor to the point where I don't expect either one to come out and just totally poop themselves. Okay. I'm going to bet that then. Um, so what <laughs> Look is at it? me. I'm just, Packers, I'm just selling cars over Packers here. six Packers, uh, minus a half Ravens <laughs> plus eight and a half. I mean, look, you can't, you know, you can't get much better than that as far as a <laughs> teaser. Um, okay. I, I'm All excited right. there. Should we go on to prize picks? Let's do it, man. So prizepicks.com, it's a place where you can go have endless amounts of fun. The way it works is that you parlay uh, a set number of player over or unders on their projected fantasy points. So you might pick um, two players and you might pick, um, or you might pick three, four, or five, and your payout is commensurate with the number that you parlay. Obviously, the higher the number that you parlay, the higher the potential payout. If you get them all right, just go to prizepicks.com. You can play right along. We're going to try and give you two each. You can take from it whatever you want. Um, put your own little spice on there and um, and have some fun. It's a really easy to use and, and fun to play on site. Um, let's start uh, here. Why don't you kick us off? All right. I'm going to go with Alan Lazard over eight and a half. Mm. Is this a – so you just mentioned Darius Williams. Is this a Marquez Valdez-Scantling sees Darius Williams situation? Well, this is just a he's better than Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Mm. And he ca- – much like the Zach Pascal, who I think that fumble would have maybe ruined my pick from last week. But he went over mm. based on the touchdown that I said he would score. And he did score. Um, you know, uh, that, yeah, this is just one where I think he, you know, bare minimum, you're talking about like two catches, 30 yards touchdown here. I like it. Um, all right. There are actually some of the games later on that you can take and one, uh, on Sunday. And so I'm going to, I'm going to go all the way to Sunday here and I'm going to give you, um, I'm going to give you one from there. Tom Brady, 21 redemption season for Tom Brady. This is a brand new Buccaneers team. It's Tom Brady that's running the show. Um, He's not getting swept by Drew Brees and the Advocare Ponzi scheme. It's just not happening. So um, I like Tom Brady over 21 fantasy points. Ooh. Um, Okay. Give me Jared Goff under 15 fantasy points. (laughs) I mean, I'm just... Yeah. He might not, look. We might get Bortle combat like really quickly in this really game, quickly. And, and and as such, you know that would really put a damper. The first game of the weekend being a game where we have Bortle combat yeah. right away. Well, okay, pause. Or he's a lot more fun than Goff is because Goff's over there just like you know dinking around. Right. So that's true. Yeah, you, know, you never know. Um, okay, uh, in in kind of the same vein. I am going to go with Cam Akers under 15. And the reason I'm going to go with Cam Akers under 15 is I just, the Packers are going to try and stop the run and make Jared Goff throw the ball. So um, under 15 for Cam Akers. Go to prizepicks.com, put yours in, have some fun. Enjoy this weekend because you deserve it. You've made it this far. And come check us out on the pregame 
live show on the PFF YouTube channel. It'll be myself, Mr. Eager over here, Dr. Eager, Sam Monson, and Mike Renner bringing a little uh, COVID immunity to the whole group. <laughs> so it'll be a lot of fun. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you guys later. See you.